Hey guys, what's going on? Welcome to another episode of the Lanes Podcast. Thank you for having another listen, guys. Just before we get into the show, just want to talk to you about our new sponsor that's come on board, Books and Gifts Direct. Books and Gifts Direct is Australia's largest direct seller of books and gifts. They sell their products in lunchrooms, reception desks, and they are in more than 25,000 workplaces in Australia. Their books and gifts sell up to 70% off recommended retail price, and as the largest direct seller of books and gifts across Australia, they have a strong buying power, and without the overheads of a shop front, they can afford to pass on significant savings. So guys, if you want to take a look at this, the link will be below in the description, but guys, let's not waste any more time. Let's get straight into the show. Hey guys, what's going on? Welcome to another episode of the Lanes Podcast. Just before we get into the show, guys, I know I have been a little bit absent. There has been some other stuff that's going on, you know, getting out of lockdown, this and that, but I'm back. All right, guys, I'm going to try to give you guys one to two podcasts a week on the NBA. This episode, guys, first two weeks of the NBA are kind of in the books right now. So I'm really, really excited to just say my thoughts and opinions, some opinions that you guys might not see and have seen in the NBA because I've watched nearly every team. You know, I try to watch most players or most teams that I can get my eyes onto. But guys, let's not waste any more time. Let's get straight into the show. Welcome to another episode of the Lanes Podcast. All right, guys, welcome back to another episode. So the way this is going to work, I'm just going to break down a couple teams. I'm going to talk about some rookies that have been really, really exciting so far. I'm going to talk about some teams that are looking really, really good. Talk about the East and the West Conference. Has the East actually taken over the West right now? Some teams that have been a little bit disappointing so far. And, you know, everything in between, to be quite honest. So the first thing I'm going to talk about, I think it's probably one of the most interesting topics right now, the Eastern Conference. Now, we've seen, I believe, five to six teams within the Eastern Conference start five and one or five and two. Now, the way I look at it, I really do believe at this current time, the Eastern Conference is better than the Western Conference. Now, the reason I say that, and one massive reason, I'll have a couple more factors, obviously, but the main reason for me is health within the Western Conference is depleted right now. You know, most of the big injuries that happened within the NBA this past season were from teams and players that were in the Western Conference. Jamal Murray, Nuggets. Kawhi Leonard, Clippers, you know, those are the two two of the main ones I can think of off the top of my head, you know, Golden State, Clay Thompson, you know, so there's a lot of people that are banged up and a lot of teams that are banged up right now, so that's the way I look at it, I think, I think still that Golden State, LA, you know, I, no, I, I actually right now think the Eastern Conference, I, I, I do believe it, but I just think right now the Eastern Conference has... More teams in their conference that can win the championship for me. I look at Brooklyn as a serious contender. I look at the Milwaukee Bucks as a serious contender. I look at the Miami Heat as a serious contender. I look at possibly a team like Atlanta as another Smoky in the in the Eastern Conference. But, you know, for me right now, I'm just really excited to see the change within the Eastern Conference. Now, a couple of teams I'm going to talk about, and the, and the team that's been the best team in the Eastern Conference so far, that is the Chicago Bulls. And right now, the hype is real. They are looking like a really, really good team. I'm still, I still want to see them versus Brooklyn. I still want to see them versus Miami. I still want to see them versus a, 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 a Milwaukee Bucks. Sorry, but right now they're winning games that they should win, and that's if you're a Bulls fan, that's all you can hope for. Because back in the day, especially against today against Boston, the way the day I'm the day I'm recording this, the second of November, you would have lost that game this past season. Boston got to a bit of a lead, and then you just chipped away. You chipped away. You didn't. You didn't try to get it back in two minutes. You tried to get it back in ten minutes, and it worked. And I just think the acquisitions. You know, on paper they looked good. 
And I was just a bit hesitant to see how they would look on the court, but they've been looking really, really, really good so far. My favorite pickup for them is Lonzo Ball. I just really like what he does. He just gets the team to flow really, really well and gel really nicely. So that's something I'm really happy with. And if you're a Chicago Bulls fan, I think it's a great signing. I don't think it's too much of a signing because he might not give you 20 points a game, 10 assists a game, 10 rebounds. He's not a triple-double machine like LaMelo or you know, can do it as much as LaMelo. But in saying that, He's still an all-star caliber player. And I think that worst thing with Lonzo when he coming in, everybody thought he was going to be this transcendent player that just changes the league. And I'm sorry, there's about 10 players max in the NBA that can do that. And, you know, it's not it's not a bad thing that he's not that player because I don't care. He's going to be a legit, you know, NBA veteran for many, many years to come. He will play a long, long time. And... For me, I just really like his fit in Chicago. He, when he gets off to a fast start, usually that team, it meshes and it just keeps going more and more with, with Lonzo Ball. Sorry, And I just really like him as a general in Chicago. He's obviously with a team that wants him there and just giving him the keys to the kingdom at, at, in the point guard position. So I just really like everything about him. I'm a big fan of Alex Caruso. I think if you don't understand why Alex Caruso is such a great player... And he does all these intangibles. You know, you're not too sure. I'm not too sure if you know a lot about basketball, to be quite honest. He does everything really, really well. You know, he's not going to go and get you 30 points a game, but he's going to get, he might stop a player from getting 30 points a game. And that might be more valuable sometimes than getting 30 points a game. So for me, I'm a big fan of Caruso. And then Javante Green, now that Patrick Williams is, you know, unfortunately most likely out for the season with a dislocated wrist, prayers up to him. Hopefully he gets back and has a safer and speedy recovery. He's been looking like a really good piece. I know he's super athletic, but he just does a lot of good things for that Chicago Bulls team. And I'm really, really excited about them. Hopefully they can stay healthy. You know, they keep their core intact. And I really think within the trade deadline, they're going to be buyers. You know, you're not too sure. There could be players that get bought out, you know. So I'm very, very interested to see what they can do. I think that they can definitely build on this. I still want to see them versed a couple of legit teams. But right now, they're the best team in the Eastern Conference on record. And that's the end of the day. And, you know, and another team that I don't know why people were so hesitant on, Miami Heat. Like, guys, if you don't understand, Miami Heat right now in the current three-point era of basketball, has the best defensive rating ever. Ever. And that is not even, like, a joke. That is dead serious. And I don't care what anyone says, that will be hard to play against. They're starting five. Kyle Lowry, defensive dog, or defensive player. Duncan Robinson, not a great defender. I'll give you that. Jimmy Butler, all defensive player. PJ Tucker, all defensive player. Bam, all defensive player. Four out of your five starters are all defensive caliber players. So you can have a Duncan Robinson on the court there, who's a bit of a liability, but he can go and take the worst player on the court. But at least you know you have four other players that are dogs. And at the end of the day, it's going to make Duncan play better. And when Jimmy and, and when Tyler's on the court, it's going to make Tyler play better. So I don't care what anyone says. I think right now, they are big, big, big contenders. I think if they stay like this, they're going to be really, really good. They still have Victor Oladipo coming back, guys. So if you don't understand... Look at Miami, really watch them. They're going to be a team that is going to be in the Eastern Conference Finals for me. That's just my opinion. I think that they're destined to, to get into that Eastern Conference Finals as as assembled. And I think other players are going to look at them and say, look, this team can seriously beat a Milwaukee. This team can seriously beat a Brooklyn, in my eyes at least. I, 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 I highly believe that. So, I, and, you know, they beat Milwaukee the season before, and I think they can beat Brooklyn as assembled. So, you know, if you don't know why... Really have a look at Miami and see why they're so good. Another team I want to talk about, Golden State, and I don't care. I'm going to talk about them again. I was right on this team. They are going to the Western Conference Finals, I believe. If everything is happy, if everything stays the way it does, 
they are going to the Western Conference Finals. And it's not the way, not that they just beat the Lakers. It's the fact that they consistently just grind out ways to win. Now I'm going to understand. Yep, they sometimes they look really average, but mate, I'm telling you. The offense that they run is so hard to guard, and the defense that they run when Draymond's on the court, Kevin Looney, it's just it's so good. Like you don't understand, like it's so good. And they're back to be and they're back to playing Warriors basketball. They have a bit of fondness with the team from last season. You know, the acquisitions of Andre Iguodala, that's it's just and and Bealita, two veteran presences. Otto Porter also. It's just such a great, great thing for Golden State. It gives them that 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 veteran back up on the court, that kind of insurance, you know, like they'll get the job done. And I'm just so high on Golden State. I love everything that they're doing. When Clay comes back, it will be an adjustment period. I wouldn't I wouldn't be shocked to see him come off the bench a couple of games. But when he gets going, when he gets back into it, I think the dead set, they are the hunters in the Western Conference. I think right now they're the best team in the West. And I, I, I just don't, uh, and if you don't believe that, you really, look, I know some of their games are scrappy, but mate, I'm telling you, it would be hard to beat Golden State in a seven-game series. And I think Steve Kerr right now should get a lot more credit as a coach because he's blooded players like Damian Lee, Juan Toscano-Anderson, players that haven't even got drafted up, played in G League, now key part in his rotation. So I'm a really big believer in Golden State. already have been. The two past teams I talk about, Golden State and Miami, both thought that they were going to be great. And what has happened? I'm telling you, you've got to buy some stock sometimes in what I'm saying because I'm telling you, I really think these two teams are gun. Dead set. Now, I'm going to switch it. A couple of teams that I think have looked average at best. I'm going to talk about the Pelicans first. Now, I know they don't have Zion, but in saying that, Zion, and I'm not, I'm no, I'm no one to talk. I'm a, bigger, more, I'm a bigger guy myself sometimes. He's looking big, man. He's looking big. I think he's, I think he's about three buck, $3.18, right? It's, about, it's around 18 pounds if you don't get that. 3 buck 18 That's a big boy. That's a big boy. And he's not super tall. He's like six seven. you know? It's like... He is, he's, he's carrying some serious weight. Now, I do understand he hasn't been able to really train cardio-wise, and I get that. And, you know, if he's eating the same type of meals and eating the same and not burning that off, of course he's going to gain weight, right? Of course. But it doesn't help that he's living in the Big Easy in New Orleans where you can eat gumbo and all that, you know, gorgeous food all the time. So for me, I'm just, I'm just, I'm not, I'm not high on him. I don't like any of the moves that they've really done. You know, it's, it's just, it's disappointing for me because if you're a New Orleans fan, Zion's gone. He's out the door. I don't care what anyone says. And David Griffin right now might be the worst GM in the NBA. And I don't think he is a bad GM, but this, some of these past moves he's made, mate, they've been average. Why would you not re-sign Lonzo? Why would you not give him the max? He 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 fits with Ingram and Zion. Like, I just don't get it. You know, he's great. He's doing six, he's, he's having the, one of the most successful seasons of his career right now. He's having a career year. And then you look at it. You're going to get Devontae Graham in for him. He's not he's not a great assist player. He's a downgrade at best. Valanciunas, I will say he's been playing pretty good for them, but their whole roster, I don't like it. I'm not a fan. I think they're going to be really, really bad this season. I hate to say it because I want New Orleans to be good, but there's just some reason that they're not going to be, and I'm really disappointed on them. Another team I am disappointed in, Boston. Like First game when I watched the Knicks versus Boston, I was like, you know what? This is a really, really good game because Boston came back. They showed a bit of grit and toughness and edge. And Jason Tatum had a terrible game. And I thought, you know what? If he has a good game, they probably beat the Knicks. But, you know, they have been looking really average. They just look defensively like they're the worst team in the NBA right now, letting in 118 points. So for me, I, I'm, I'm, I'm really low on them. I still think that they can turn it around because I do like Jason Tatum. I think Jalen Brown right now is an all-star still. You know, he's been looking really, really good for me. And I think there's players within that team and in that roster that can play. It's just 
they they were at this point where they were in the Eastern Conference Finals. You know, they could be they could win the championship. So now, I don't even know if they they, they might not make the top eight this season. You know, they might not. You know, at best they could make the play in tournament. So it's very very. You know, if you're a Boston Celtics fan, I think there's cause to panic. But if you don't, like, sorry, there's not cause to panic as of yet. But if you don't get it rolling, you know, you could be in for a real tough season. And I, I just think. You know, if they have one or two bad seasons, will Tatum say, "All right, I want to go. I don't want to be here." You know, that it, it's just a, it's just a fact. It's the way of life. So right now, I think Boston they can get it back on track. I don't like I, I don't doubt that they can. I just think that they really got to tighten up their defensive, their defensive, whatever. Like Jesus, just their defense in general. I was going to say their defensive scouting. You know, they're just going to play defense. They just have to have a crack. Like you can't let 118 points. I'm sorry, not even in today's era, that's not even acceptable. And also, the last time we're going to talk about. Now, I will say they have had one big injury, you know, but the Detroit Pistons, look, they haven't been getting smashed every game, but they haven't been good. And I thought they were going to be a little bit better. I thought that they could have been sniffing for a playing tournament team. Now, I, don't, I didn't think that they were going to be in the playing tournament because there's obviously just teams that are clear up better than them. But I'm just not, I'm not really liking what, what I'm seeing. I think that you've got to play my man, Luca Garza, a little bit more. Me and my, me and my good mate, Zippy, he loves Luca Garza. He thinks he's a real good player. I really do too. I think play the young guys. Sadiq Bay, I will say, he's actually added a one-on-one game, which is really pleasing to see. But I think once K gets acclimated a little bit, I think we'll start to see a little better, a little bit more of an improvement for the Pistons. But right now, they haven't been great. And I'm not going to be biased and say, oh, it's just because they've been injured. They've just looked a little bit flat. But you know what? They're not getting belted every game. You know, the first two games, I think they played... Chicago and they lost by sixteen and then and then six, you know, both games. So it's not like they're they're woeful, but right now they have one of the worst records in the NBA at one and five. And that that can't be that can't be, you know, by coincidence. It's just right now they're not a great team. But I, I still think that they that they, they that they can, you know, they really can get that back on track. But right now, I did have to say, not looking super, super great. Now, what I'm going to move on to now, and I think it's one of the best and most exciting topics I'm going to talk about, the rookies right now that are leading the way. And the best thing about it, it's not rookies that a lot of people would have had, would have thought of. Now, the first person I'm going to talk about, and he's leading rookies right now, 18.1 points a game in scoring, Scotty Barnes. And Scotty Barnes, I'm telling you, I, I was a bit hesitant to see what he can do. I thought he was going to be a, wing, a, a really good two-way player, kind of like an OG Ananubi. You know, but he's taking that step, and he's able to really play well. And I think he's one of the best players in that draft. And I, I understand why Toronto took him at number four. Now, the reason why I think they took him at number four because he's super energetic, he's super positive, and he just likes to work. And I think you see that in his game. The ebbs and flows of him, he's super positive. He just gets into it, he goes. And I think he's a perfect player for that system. Now, the question is, will they trade Pascal Siakam now, now that they've got OG and Scotty Barnes? I wouldn't be shocked. I wouldn't be shocked. Sell Pascal while he's high, because I think Scotty Barnes can be a really, really good player. And right now, Pascal's probably your best player. But if you want to keep Pascal at a four and Scotty at a four and OG at the three, one of them has to go because you look at it, you look at it, Fred Van Vliet, Gary, Gary Trent Jr., OG, Scotty, and they're starting Ken Birch. Unless they put Pascal at the five, I'm not too sure. I wouldn't mind saying that. I like the small ball, the 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 ability to switch basically every player. I'm a big fan of that. I love that type of style of basketball. But yeah, I'm really liking Scotty Barnes right now. I think right now, if you had to say who's the rookie of the year, it's Scotty Barnes for me. And Jason Kidd came out and said, he's a star in this league if people don't even know or if he doesn't even know himself as a rookie. So that's that's high praise from someone like Jason Kidd. 
I also want to talk about a player who I don't think a lot of people realize who he was. I didn't even know he was a rookie this year, Chris Duarte. Now, I don't really pay attention to the draft that much. The first 10 to 15 picks, yeah, I forgot that he was even in the top 15. He is looking really good. He's getting a lot of buckets, but the only problem for him is no TJ Warren right now. Jeremy Lamb was out for the start and no Karis LeVert. Once those players come back, Karis is definitely starting and same with TJ. So I just think that he has to come on the bench. Now, he could be an energetic six-reign, you know, get-out, score baskets, kind of like a, a Emmanuel Quickly, Lou Williams type player, Alec Burks too. But I just think right now, he's at a peak right now. I just think he's when he when he gets back, he's unfortunately going to have to come off the bench. But I did want to talk about him. He's looking really, really nice. Another couple of players, you know, Giddy, I was, I was hesitant on him. Then I've got high stock on him. I think he's going to be a really good player. You know, I don't know if he'll be an all-star. You know, I, did, I think I came on here and said he could be an all-star. I'm not too sure. I'm still up and up in arms about it. But he's looking really, really good. I think he's, you know, he's in the perfect opportunity. You know, okay, see, you know, anyone's going to have opportunity to play there. So I'm really liking what I see from him. And even though OKC lose games, they 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 they're having a crack. And if you're an OKC fan, you got to be you got to be happy with what they're doing. So I, I do want to talk about Josh Giddy. I think he's averaging ten five and five or ten five and seven something like in that range. And that's not very easy to do as a player. You know, there's not a lot of players in the NBA that do, do that as veterans. So that's really really good. I, I like to see him. Jalen Green also, he's doing a good job. He's going to get a lot of highlights throughout this season. And I'm and I'm really impressed with just him coming in and having that aggressive attitude. Like he doesn't care who he's up against. He's going to try to put him on a poster or he's going to try to put a highlight on him. And that's something that I really like to see from a rookie. Not scared of the moment at all. And that's something if you're a Houston Rockets fan, which I don't know any Houston Rockets fan, by the way. Obviously, I don't know any of them, but... You gotta be, you gotta be happy with that. You gotta be happy with him coming in, wanting to be that alpha player. And when they get John Wall back, you never know. They could, they could, you know, get a couple wins. I don't think it's within their best intentions to be a team that you know wants to go out and try to win a lot of games. But in saying that, I, I think Houston, it's, it's, a, it's a place where you can see it becoming a place where it's getting better and better. You know, better and better by the days go by, by the months go by. And that's something if you're a fan of Houston, you'd like to see. And I think their rebuild, it, would make, it might take a little bit longer than, it, you know, what some rebuilds do. It's not going to take as long as, obviously, OKC. But I think it can be a play, it can be a prototype where you go get a good player and you pair him up with some budding players and, you know, you can get better and better. So I'm liking Jalen. And then the last rookie I wanted to talk about, Franz Wagner, I thought he was going to be a bust. I didn't really see a lot from him. I watched the game today, the, the last quarter against Minnesota Timberwolves. This guy can play. This guy can really play. He's a wing that can play, put the ball on the floor. He had one of the nicest posters I've seen in a long, long time. He went up strong and he dunked it hard. And that was where I was like, you know what? This guy can play. He has the he has the fuck you mentality and, he, and that, that zero care factor where he just thinks he's going to be a good player. And I would like to say Orlando, even though they won't make the players this year, I'm a big fan of what they're doing, what they're building. Now, I don't, I know it's unconventional, but I don't care about the, the lineups they put out. I like what they're building there. Their coach, I'm a big fan of. I forget his name every time. Mosley or Jamal Mosley or Mobley. Yeah, it's something it's something of that of that of that of that ilk. But yeah, I'm I'm a real big fan of Orlando. I don't know how good they'll be. Honestly, I just don't know. But I'm really I'm really happy to see that they they're having a crack. And you know, they should not have won this game, you know, really against against 
the Minnesota Timberwolves. They honestly shouldn't. Minnesota, Minnesota should have beaten them. Carpenter Town should have had a field day. Anthony Edwards should have had a better game. I understand Mr. D'Angelo Russell got injured, but they should have beat an Orlando Magic. Like, you can't lose to an Orlando Magic. I'm sorry. You shouldn't. You just shouldn't. I like, I don't. I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of that. So, what's he? Sorry. I'm trying to find this coach's name right now. I just can't find him. But, yeah, no. Orlando, I'm a big fan of him. I'm a really big. Jamal Mosley, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's his name. I'm a big fan of him. You know, he communicates with his players really, really well. He helps them while on the court. And I think, if you know, two to three years' time, they can be a really, really nice team. You know, and I think all the players that started either this game or the last game, so they had Wendell, Moe, Franz, Cole. Oh, who was their last player that started? But it was either five out of the five or four out of the five players were draft picks, you know, or lottery picks. No, all of them were draft picks. And then the only one that wasn't was Cole Anthony. He was 15th. So he technically wasn't in that 14 lottery. But, yeah, Jalen Suggs, sorry, that's the other player. Mate, they, I think they'll be really nice. I really like them. I'm a big fan of, of Orlando. But that's just, for me, the rookies that I, I really like. Another team I, I think people should, you know, pay a little bit of attention on, the Washington Wizards. Now, I I was I think I came on this podcast. I, I'm not going to say I think. I know I came on this podcast. I said, I'm not too sure what I can see from I said, I could see an Indiana two years ago when they had Victor Oladipo and a really good bunch of role players. Or I could see a team where they just are built on trades. And they were probably the hardest team to figure out. But they're playing really hard. They're playing really well. And West Unsell Jr. is doing a really, really good job there. And I have to say, if they can keep it up, I think that they can be a team that might not beat anyone in a playoff series, but they'll give teams trouble. You know, they'll give teams strife. And I would I would like to say the Lakers players that got traded from there, they're doing a really good job and they're helping out that team. They could have kicked up a stick and said, you know, I don't want to go play in Washington, but I'm really excited, you know, on, on, on them. Now, I know they don't have a lot of veteran, I mean, um, young guys coming through, but in saying that, I, I think they'll make the playoffs right now as, as assembled. You know, I'm a big fan of what they're doing. I like the fact that they're just going out and playing, and they're playing hard. I do understand they lost to Atlanta today, but I think Atlanta might be a top four team in that Eastern Conference when things start to get you know more of a more of a balance because we've only been most teams have played you know five to seven games right now. But yeah, I'm a big fan of the Wizards right now, right now. Okay, I'm not going to say they can be you know a top four team. I'm not saying that they can't be, but I still I just think that you know the more and more the season goes on, we might see what Washington's really like. Another thing I want to talk about, and this guy, I put him out there as a smoky within one of these podcasts. I can't remember what one. But Ja Morant, I don't know what his odds are for MVP, but I would be really, really considering putting some money on him. Because Memphis, oh, pardon me. Memphis, I'm sorry. I'm a big fan of them. I really, really like them. And Ja Morant right now is the leading player in the NBA in points in the paint per game. Right now, he's averaging 27 points as a whole. But this guy, he's a dead set killer. And I don't care what anybody says. His three-point shot has been much improved. And this guy can be an MVP in the league. And I don't care what anybody says. He will be that. He will be the best player in that draft. He will be better than Zion. And I think the Pelicans... Look, you had to take Zion. But, mate, John Marine is nice. John Marine is a gun. And I think the, the Memphis... Grizzlies, the way that they play, they just play hard and fast. You know, they get into it. That grit and grind's there. You're still there. 
but they have a little bit of flair. They have a bit of flash. They have a bit of a, you know, we think we're better than you. You know, we don't know, you know, we don't know if we're better than you. We're not going to be, you know, pound for pound better than you, but we can come up and we can burst you and we can beat you at any time. And they beat the Golden State Warriors. They're, I think the only team right now in the NBA to beat the Golden State Warriors. Now, let's see, let's be honest, there's only been about seven games. But in saying that, they're a really, really good team. And I know that they're only four and three right now, but if they can get within 60%, 66%, you know, two out of two out of three, two-thirds out of the wins they get, I can see Jar being an MVP. I can honestly see it. And I think Jar, even though he's light, he knows how to use his body. And I just think he's got that, that knack where he just knows how to get a bucket now. And I think that's where he's really, really looking nice. Right now, he's an all-star. He would start for me. I would vote for him. The five best players in the West, I would vote for him as a starter in, in, in the Western Conference. I think he's been that good. And I just think more people really need to watch teams like a Memphis, like a Charlotte, you know, teams that are coming up and budding. Because Memphis are really, really nice. D'Anthony Melton, Desmond Bain, these guys play really, really hard. I think Stephen Adams, even though he's not a, a better, you know, he's probably not a better player than Jonas Valanciunas, he's really fitting in well for that team. He's, he's like the prototypical player for a Memphis team. Go get rebounds, run the floor well, pick and roll, roll hard, Jar will find you, and he's just doing it really, really well. So I'm a big fan of Memphis. Taylor Jenkins, I think, is a much better coach than what people anticipate and know. He's got the second youngest team in the NBA, and they've been and they beat Golden State to get into the playing tournament last season, and then they beat Utah first game in the in the in the one v eight series. So I think they're a really really good team. Now I really need to see them more, but I think if Jar if they can keep going like this, if they can keep progressing, Jar can be MVP this year. And I don't say he will be. I'm not saying he's going to be, but I think he can be if they keep going the way they're going. Now. It's a massive take. It's a massive take, but I'm a big fan of Jar. I think Jar right now is an all-star, and if he's not an all-star this year, I don't know what, what he has to do to become an all-star, but he's dead set. He's a gun. He's a dead set gun. But guys, that is today's podcast. I really hope you like it. I'm going to get more and more podcasts coming on the way. You know, good things are happening right now. But guys, that's today's episode. You'll hear a little bit more about how to follow us on socials, but guys, thank you for listening. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Lanes Podcast. Make sure you like, share, and subscribe all of the content that's coming your way. Hit us up on Instagram at lanesmedia underscore all under capitalized letters. Thanks for listening, guys. But most importantly, have a great day.